With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Evening, folks. Sorry about the wee technical yeah. there. Uh, I'm, my name's Brian, and I'm joined tonight by Scott. Jamie and Johnny, how's folks? Everybody okay? Hi. Yeah, doing good. Very good. Good good stuff. So we'll recap the weekend. How was everybody feeling after the uh, the win against Livingston? Scott, how were you feeling after that? I was actually a happy performance. It was a bit lethargic at times, but it's the first game of the season. We get three goals. It could have probably been more if we wanted to. So we get three points at the end of the day. It's a win. It's a great start to the season. Were you surprised by the lineup or anything else? I was at the start when I when I seen it, but I thought after looking into it more lethargic, more logically looking into it, I thought maybe we'd probably keep a few players back for Tuesday or some of the players maybe not be hundred percent ready because of the Euros and stuff. So but it was a good start and having probably in on the state could probably beat anybody in the SPFL anyway. So that was like I say, they done quite well, but I see a few changes coming for Tuesday, so we'll wait and see what happens. Jamie, your th- your thoughts on the weekend? Yeah, um, first game of the season. It was almost played like a friendly as well. So my prediction for the starting team, I think, like everybody was way off, way off. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I'm not disappointed at all with a three 0 victory. Obviously, you want to come out. Everybody thought we were going to come out the traps, and we kind of did to start mm-hmm. with. But it got you know Hadji going off, slowed it down a bit, but. The rocket at, um, at half time probably in the second half. Scott Wright was was quite dynamic and made a bit of a difference. And I think we Sakala would maybe frustrate. Like they touch the ball four times in the first half, something like that. So he'll need to maybe well maybe need to think about getting him into the game better against teams like Levy and Ross County because it's not going to be like Real Madrid potentially Malmo who are maybe going to come at us. Um, the wee man will need to find another way. But all in all, good weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Johnny, going into the, the game on Saturday, I kind of thought Etten might get a start, but he's there. I, I, I kind of get now he's maybe thinking about Etten for the, the midweek game against Marmo. What was your thoughts on that? 
Well, I was glad that he didn't play it in because we've done that old trick before where we've had really one centre forward. We've played him in the match before. If you think back a few seasons, we've let Morelos get a booking and miss a, a cup tie against Aberdeen. So I think it was good that he held it in back. Itton's had a good pre-season, scored three goals, looked sharp. And I think it depends what tactics we want to play against Marmo, whether we're going to go with Sakala. Uh, maybe with a better pace if there's going to be space in behind or if we're going to go with it and if we're going to get balls into the box so yeah. I think Gerard's left a lot of his kind of guessing as to yeah. where his front options are going to be on Tuesday which is a, if we're guessing then what chance of Malmo got a guess in a line up so, so that's a good thing Yeah I mean I, I must admit I'm I'm no idea now what he's going to do on Tuesday I don't know what line up or what he's going to do formation wise I mean it could be it could be literally anything and I think that's it's good for opposition for us going into the games that if we if if us as fans are we know everything but we're not knowing what's going to happen that their way team must be just mesmerised. Yeah, I think we've got so many options, Brian. That that's mm. the that's the thing. So there is so many different combinations we can do. And like John's saying, I probably would have thought. Maybe Sakala would have been better against Malmo because I'm, ex- I'm expecting Malmo, although we are thinking they're a lesser side, to come at us more than what a Livingston would, which should stretch a game for a Sakala rather than a Nitten. But it's a guessing game, has. Yeah, yeah, it, I think it really is. And um, I think Wrights give uh, Gerard a big headache for midweek because he, he came on uh, Scott and made a, um, a big difference at the weekend. I think with Scott Wright, as you've seen yourself, Brian, since he's came last season, he doesn't like overawed. He doesn't like scared of playing for Rangers. He looks like he's willing to put a shift in. He wants to do things that the manager tells him. And you can see the start of the season, he's playing a bit of muscle as well. He's physique, so he's always impressed he's got in the park. He doesn't hide, so I think it was surprised to me he didn't, he didn't start actually because I thought he's played quite well in pre-season. Mm. So we, I had you, but that's like knock. I don't know if I had you get risk. Tuesday night, so he's yeah. got right, maybe featuring or maybe even starting the game because it's not just his attacking set side of the game, he's he's good defensively as well. He comes back, he covers, he reads the game well, his movement's good, and his overall play has been good since he's came. He's been a great signing by Gerard and his team. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, when Wright came in, I kind of thought, well, obviously, Gerard's seen something in him, something well, if he's seen something in him, then he must be good. But then you think to yourself, well, why, why have Aberdeen just let him go, you know. I I could never under get. I well, obviously seeing him now, you think, well, Aberdeen have missed a trick here completely, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, I know he had a, bit, he had a couple of years with Aberdeen. He was out injured quite a lot, mm. so I think that kind of held him back. But since he's come into Rangers, Touchwood, he's been absolutely great injury wise. He's not had any problems, and he's settled in fantastic. You can see he plays with a smile on his face as well, and he's still only a young lad, so he's got a lot of improvement to do. And, He's a type of player that gets people off their seats as well, especially when he puts his legs into gear and he's in full flow. So it's only good for us to watch. Yeah. I suppose, Joy, is there any is there any sort of area of the squad that you're thinking, right, we need to address this? Or, or are you, if we start this, well, obviously start the season Saturday, but would you be quite comfortable for the rest of this, the campaign with this squad? Is that to me? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Really happy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'd be quite happy. It, it really depends. If someone leaves, if, if if one goes out, we need to get one in. I think. Yeah. You know, and just going back to the point about about uh, about right, I think he's becoming our kind of affield the way that affield was last season, mm. where we're now expecting big things for if he's known the starting eleven, he's going to come on and do a turn for us. 
you know, and you can see guys like maybe Arfield and people like that maybe getting pushed a little bit further down the pitch with, with guys like Wright, Wright coming in. But I think I think the way that Wright came on to a game pre-season, came on yesterday, I think he's our new Arfield this season where he's a bit of dynamism, he gets forward, he's got better legs than Arfield and hopefully he'll add a goal set. And, you know, I think seen yesterday the, the snapshot before his goal. So I think if you just get maybe a return on his goals, the same way that Kent has upped his game over the last couple of seasons, I think we've got a cracking player. And yeah. I think he's someone that fits our model. I think I think a management team identify not only players who are good, but personalities and and whether they'll fit in for Rangers. And Aberdeen signed Scott Brown, it tells you. Oh, you need to know about Aberdeen, don't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you, Jamie, but I, I just can't believe the difference in Bassi. He's just... I, I watched him on Saturday at the game and I was like, is this, is, is this the same guy? I'm a... I, I like everybody. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, we love Big Shirley. We were calling him Big Shirley. I thought the cameos oh. he had last season, just him bombing down that wing. Now he's raw as anything, really raw, but I quite like him. I know he had a, a few dodgy moments in some games last year, one or two, but you can, he's a young guy. Look at him physically. Yeah. What John's saying, Rangers look for a profile in a player, and he fits that profile as well. Age, bulk, I mean they don't need to bulk come up any further it's now refining the finer details of his game which we all know is going to be the delivery so I've always, I've, I've liked him um, and I thought I was disappointed with the Covid thing but uh, there's a player, there's definitely a player in there but you know what, he might, I mean he might move into left centre half later in his career but you don't know, but I, no, I do like him and I'm, I'm enthused by the by his pre-season yeah, I mean, I, I just his physicality. I always see him as a, a left-sided centre half. He's he just seems too big for and clumsy for a left back. But I mean, you know, he's he, he played well on Saturday, so you can't really grumble, you know. Lo- lovely on the ball. See some of the touches mm-hmm. and he gets the ball fast at his feet. So he is, he is a wee bit cultured with the ball. So, but then some some centre half need to be like that as well. But I think short term or medium short to medium term, it will be probably recover at left back if Barisic left. Would you have him in as your first choice right away? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's always the worry. I, I mean, after last season, that was always my worry, sort of position, the left-back. Bassi, would he come straight in and be the difference? And I think on Saturday, you could quite clearly see the delivery difference was was mind-blowing, you know? Bassi, Bassi Barisic, it's, there's, no, there's no real difference. There's no real sort of comparison, you know? Can I, can I just say something? I've, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit, I think I'm a bit older than you guys. I've seen Dave McPherson. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So, so, so if you want big cumbersome, <laughs> lumbering, full-backs running oh, down the park, what? you know, oh, I've seen him do that is, for hearts. I've seen him do that for hearts when he beat his 4-2 in the Scottish Cup. I was in the main stand at Gorby that night and he'd done it in the 90th minute. Marodi'd done the park and cut it back for hearts to... Ah, when you've seen Dave McPherson right back, make those runs saying big bass is an improvement. We had Broadfoot yeah, yeah. as well, so didn't we? So <laughs> I know, I know. I said, Ball, I played Basil Bolly at full back one European game, I got to remember. So, as I said to Chuck Young, you having a good laugh? Why come and talk to this? I must admit, <laughs> now, now you mention it, I think even McPherson was doing that yeah. in the Champions League, wasn't he? I yeah, but... yeah, yeah. So I, I suppose we've we'll, we'll spoke about Saturday, and obviously we've um, we had a bit of a surprise uh, result last night. Was it? Uh, yeah, well, 
I had plan. money. I, I had money on the the Hearts winning, so I I wasn't surprised. But you know, <laughs> every other pundit and every other media outlet would have you suggest otherwise. So Scott, what was your thoughts on last night? The boss, I thought Celtic were going to win it myself. Uh, I watched the game. <laughs> I don't know why. My <laughs> mum and dad. My mum and dad were over. My mum put it on. Said, "We watched Celtic beat," and I says. I don't know sure if they're all to be honest with you, they were probably a better side over the piece, but they, they didn't they didn't have any finishing. That was a problem up, up top and Hearts just stuck in there and scored two good goals. And the bonus with you, the two of them look very compared to us, it's night and day between the two of us and now Celtic and us. They're just totally rebuilding. We've done that and we we're so far ahead of them. But mm. I feel they'll all be our closest challengers this season. I know they get beat last night, but I still yeah. feel they'll be our closest challengers, but I still feel Unless they bring in a good amount of players, I think we'll still win the league quite comfortably. Jimmy, your thoughts? Um, <laughs> uh, it was good. I, I'm not one. I've not watched. I don't watch a lot. I can't. I can't watch a lot. But obviously, with the demise last season, and then it became a bit of a, a bit of a circus. Of course, we started watching a lot more of them, and now, uh, yeah, I watched it last night, and I thought well, I watched mostly the second half, and I thought. Like, Scotty's saying, I thought they were they, they weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. And I think they, they had a shaky start to the game, but the, the parts that I'd seen, they looked like they looked like they were in total control of the game. But there's just some sort of net. There's something going on. There's something amiss. And this turnaround we have had is unbelievable. I mean, three years Gerard's done it, and you know, Wilf was yeah. getting emotional on Thursday about the whole turnaround and the fans and stuff but it's un- it can't be understated and no. I don't know where they go and to be honest I don't really care <laughs> I, but I do I agree that... I think they'll be my biggest challengers most definitely they seem to have a couple of they've still got a couple of really good players see I'm, honest, I'm I, know not... you, I know you mentioned it earlier about Scott Brown going to Aberdeen but that's the exact type of player Celtic were missing yesterday uh-huh. so I'm yeah. going to grab him on the gutter and say listen they're going that way because they didn't have anybody in the middle of the park to grab him on a guy. They gave him a shouting. I gave him abuse. He had nobody. McGregor's not a captain, so that's good enough for me. I'm being captain. He's not a captain. Yeah. Another players are quite. And Edward's finished. He's just finished. Yeah. Edward doesn't even want. To, he doesn't want to be there. No. So need a mean, striker, and I, hopefully, hopefully, don't see another goalie because I'll be happy with being a back ass because the two of them are rotten. It's a shame for them. It's a shame. Oh yeah, your heart <laughs> bleeds, could, doesn't I it? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it last night when I put the computer on and I found that <laughs> Lana w- Lana Wolf was doing her OnlyFans for a fiver. Is that what I got your last night? No, don't mention Lana Wolf to Brian, man. Come on. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I never watch them because I'm a jinx. Because every time I turn it on, they score. But I had, uh, I had headphones on last night. I had it on in the background while I was writing up the excellent Malmo revisited blog that you'll get in a day or two lads so but no but I, I couldn't believe it and I thought they've scored hearts have scored and when I when you seen the goal what was, what was the goal then Tom oh. was I mean he, he was he, 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 get, he, he, run, he runs to the middle of the goal and still gets nowhere near and Craig Gordon producing those two oh, wobblies at the end that was I mean that was a cherry on the icing on top of the cake and it was good to see Gordon enjoy it you know, beginning at a right, right get up, you were the first save. You know, yeah. the second one I think was a good television save, but but uh, but that nah, was just because Craig Gordon, I don't think, is a well liked kind of keeper. You've, mm. I mean, a lot of pros don't have good words to say about him, but yeah. he loved that last night. You know, so. but, I think I think that's quite telling with the the transfer policy that we've installed and what they've got now. It's night and day. I mean, we would never have let a player like Craig Gordon go. Not a chance. 
No. Well, we did it one time. It was back to back to tennis, didn't it? Yeah, that was Ali, wasn't it? That was McCoy. That was Ali, yeah. Yeah, but we've got direction now. You can tell where we're going. Yeah, we've got a formation four three three, and it adopts a little tiny changes every now and again. However, we bring in the players to fit that system. They, I don't think they even have that anything just now. They're, they're trying to find their system or where they are. And what, how do you do that? The, the guy's over here himself. He's not. He, he's not got his family. He's got no coaching staff. It's aye. I don't. I don't. I, I, I also don't think he's going to see Christmas. Nah. Personally, Steve Clark will be in for Christmas. I think. Yeah. yeah. I love it when Strachan, that Gavin Strachan, pulls at the iPad. You know, you get him looking at it. You've got that Ange guy looking to say, I've got a travel charger, but does it fit plugs in the UK or whatever? You know, and they're all looking at this iPad and, you know, getting it and, and nothing changes. You know, it's like, yeah. it's managerial 101. It's like Steve McLaren in those days with the umbrella standing at that. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, I, 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 I still pinch myself when you think Gerard was appointed and you think, oh, this is, this is a hell of a gamble. Yeah. And we're certainly like we're at the point where Rogers, you thought, they're, they're going to get 12, 13. You know, you just couldn't see yeah, past yeah. them. And then yeah. to fast forward to the start of last season, it's, I mean, Scott, it's just been pretty, meat, well, it has been meteoric. It's just been unbelievable, hasn't it? It's been unbelievable, Brian, because where we, where we came from, and I know it sounds like a, a soft story for us, but unless you've been in a position where you've been in and you've been through it, you don't realise what we've been through. No. We've been kicked the part of post. We've been a bit of jokes for years, and now the foot's kind of went north. The shoes went north, foot with us, and we give it a wee bit back, and we get criticised for it, or we're getting criticised for this. But everybody loves criticising us when we're playing at places like Breakin and stuff, and we were down, and we've no money, we are this, safe, call that. That was total, let's beat Rangers to a pulp, and yeah. now we're back on top. No, they don't, nobody likes it in Scottish football no. because where we are. And that's the problem. You see it with the media thing that we've done. Everybody's slagging it off. But at the end of the day, if they want a piece of Rangers, they have to pay for it like the rest is because they don't give us anything for nothing apart from the abuse. So why yeah, should yeah. we give in? Why should we give them anything back? I don't feel sorry for anybody out with Glasgow Rangers fans or the, the, the club because nobody felt sorry for us, but everybody else, they felt sorry for other clubs in our position. But mm. we get no sympathy at all. So the rise to back, being back at the top has been magnificent because... It was just unfortunate, obviously, the pandemic, we couldn't be there. Yeah. So hopefully we can do it this season when they are celebrating, but it's just getting back to the top again because for a long time, none of you seen it coming because we've had a Pedro Mendes and Graham Murphy's, you think, my God, is this ever going to end? But it has, and hopefully it stays like this for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jimmy, I, I had, my, had my reservations about Gerard. I thought, oh, it's... It's brave. Is it the right move? But I mean, it's not very. It's not very often an icon of football can then become a manager. But he's proved that he's probably going to turn out to be a very good manager. Yeah, I think he's cemented legendary straight legendary status with us already, regardless of what happens now. I think. Yeah. Um, I just get shades. Of, kind of shades as soon as I know. As soon as then left Rangers and went to Liverpool, it was a bit of a disaster but he was a Liverpool legend you know I know he ties with Rangers prior to that but um, I the Gerard thing and, and I think Gerard's the, the face of it all but there's so many people behind that you know, Michael Beale and Coulson all these and Gary McAllister would be 
when the day comes, it'll be very, very interesting to see what happens. Are these guys and um, Gerard's staff and they'll go with him, which you'd probably 90% would say they would, or does a Michael Beale feel that, you know what, I want a shot at it? Because I think he's the mastermind of the whole operation in my eyes, so he would be the one that you would want probably before Gary Mack. Um, so, but yeah, we're not here to talk about the, that finishing. I think we're, we're going to they're going to be around for another year or two anyway. So, um, but it's a legend. Yeah, I mean, do you share the the, the opinion, Joy, that obviously Klopp and Mr. Gerrard have the same expiry contract? Do you see obviously one going in and one going out? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think if uh, Gerrard hadn't won the league last season, or and doesn't have a good crack at the Champions League, and I think I don't think he'd have been Liverpool's next manager. You know, I, there's no, there's only two places I expect Gerrard to go after Rangers. One is either Liverpool, and the other one's England, and probably yeah. in that order. Because um, if he goes to like a Tottenham, like it was rumoured, or God forbid, he wouldn't have went to Everton. But but if he did go to a middle, a, a London club of any sort, or or a Crystal Palace, or even an Arsenal. I think his stock would, would just go downhill so quickly that, that he's only going to get one chance of managing in Liverpool. And that's directly from, from Rangers, from us. So so I think he gets it. I think he fits the mould of what we're looking for in it as, as a manager. I think he gets the, the city very much like Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's only one place he's going, and that's that's a Liverpool job. And then the manager uh, manager's job at England, he said himself, he will not be a 60 or a 70-year-old manager cutting about like a Joe Fagan or a Hodgson or whatever type or Sam Allardyce, he he wants to enjoy life, he he, he wants family time, you know, so maybe I think after this contract, maybe one more season, maybe maybe he might extend by another season, but I don't see much more than that. No, yeah, I, so. I I don't I don't honestly either, and it's it does seem a bit convenient that both of them have got their contracts up at the same the same period of time, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's one of those ones you want everybody to stay around and do as well for the club, but obviously they've got careers, they've got things to do. So you know, and as 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 everybody says, he's won the leagues now, so he can go and after this, he can, you know, yeah. he, he goes wherever he's yeah. blessing, you know. Yeah, big time. Yeah, exactly. Like like any of them, like, like any of the fifty five team. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, me. absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll stop speaking about that lot and we'll think about Marmo now. So, Scott, what do you think about Marmo? I've just noticed they haven't played a game since the Helsinki game. So, you know, they'll be going at this a bit sort of raw and a bit, you know. I think no but for it, Brian, just like because it's Rangers and we're a big draw to them. Do you know what I mean? We're a big, big draw to a lot of teams, but a club like Malmo, obviously, have heard the others and a few of the players are probably no players that play with us and play maybe across the city and stuff like that so they'll, they'll be looking forward to us because they think we're beatable because we're not one of the bigger seeds we think they're beatable because of the same thing yeah. so it'll be a, I think it'll be a tough game but I think we can go over there I always enjoy his putting away for you more than enjoy playing yeah. hybrid for some reason because <laughs> I think we perform I think we perform better I don't know why yeah. I just think we perform better with the pressure off but I think we're going to the game quite confident I see it I think it'll be a few changes I think I'm going quite confident. As long as we can score over there, put in a good performance. And I don't fear them. I don't fear them. I feel we can get through the groups, into the group stages. So I'm just hoping, right? I don't want to end up Europa League. I suppose, Jamie, we've got to think about it as well that there's no um, there's no way goals now. So, you know, uh, the, the, the emphasis of an away goal now is not really there now, as, as bad as, as it was, you know? 
I'm a romantic. I quite like that away goals. That's part of the whole competition. I did. I thought they should maybe, if we were going to phase it out, maybe, but to just do it like that was a bit disappointing. But yeah. like Scotty said, we're going away. We're always better because we are better on the on the break. So if we almost coax a team to come so Mal- come at us, Malmo, and then you get Kent and Wright and whoever and Davis getting the ball and just it moves fast and can go. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't fear them either. But they're they're going to be a decent side. Let, let's not you know they're, they're, they're Swedish champions, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They're not going to be any mugs, but um, I, I'm looking forward to it. And I think one of our members, Stuart, saying um, Specs McGregor, Hellander and Barisic to be back for Tuesday. Yeah. Fully agree. I think there's going to be a few changes. I think Hellander will definitely be one of them, especially going, that's Hellander's team. I think it's, yeah. that's him going home his, his, his own side. So I think the big man will be back in. I think Barisic will be, I think we'll see a, a strong, strong side. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think Lundstrom will play as well instead of Aribo. I think it'll go with Lundstrom in the middle. Yeah. I mean, here's one from uh, Stuart John, Johnny. Uh, Hillander and Barisic will be back for Tuesday. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think I think they will. You know, I think I think we'll put our strongest team out on, on Tuesday. You know, and just, just going back to, to the Malmo piece, they're, they're sitting second in the league just now. And I know they've not played a game since Helsinki, but the last three, three league games, they've won 4-0, 5-0 and 2-0. They've not conceded a league goal. They're sitting second top of the league. And... They didn't have any players, though, strangely, in the, the Swedish uh, Euro squad and things like I that. I think only had one player. Only one player, I think, with, with Denmark. At the Euros? No, none at the mm-hmm. Euros. I think it was only one away with that. Christiansen was away with Denmark, the midfielder. But they've got a couple of good forwards that, if we keep tabs on them, but, but we're the kings of clean sheets, touch wood, you know, the, you know. So I expect us to do the business and, you know, doing doing a wee bit of research for, for, for this because we're not all like Martin, as, as we know. You know, but um, but um, uh, but you know, I think uh, you know, Gerald's only lost six games in Europe out of forty-five games. So yeah. I mean, he's got he's got fifty-three, fifty-four percent win percentage, and I mean, no many teams have beat. I think Leverkusen, young boys after a disaster. So we're good away from home. I mean, yeah. the times we beat Europe away from home, it's been our own undoing. Late silly goals, rapid Vienna. Uh, yeah. You know, a few minutes to go, a couple of seasons ago. You know, we hung on against UFA. So we normally see games out in Europe quite well. We're a good European side. Yeah. You know, if if we'd been like that mob across the city where you're winning your domestic league and getting spanked in Europe, we've we've done it in reverse. We've been we've been rubbish in our domestic league maybe for the last three seasons as we build up a European stock. We've yeah. learned to play in Europe before we've learned to win in, in Scotland. You know, so so I think Gerard and the team will have his have his own point for, for the European, you know. And we've just got to beat Malmo and we're straight into the group stages of the Europa, you know. So we don't get Champions League, you know, at least we're guaranteed group stage, stages, yeah. you know, whereas if we get beat, we've got another qualifier, I think, to get into Europa League oh, group stages. Oh, so yeah. so this is, Malmo's the one oh. you want. You want to beat Malmo because then you've got group stages, at least. Yeah, you know, yeah. you've got maybe six ties. So, so no, so we've got, to, we've got to do the business. So, do you, Scott, going on to the game, uh, do you, how how much how many changes do you envisage from Saturday? Oh, well, three it was mentioned: McGregor, Hellander, and Barisic. I see when Strong came in the middle of the park, and I see a team replacing Sakala, but I think right and uh, Kane will play. You know, yeah, because because we've, we've got Kamara suspended, isn't Kamara, it? Oh, so yes. yeah, Kamara yeah. suspended. Yeah. Jamie, it's you? A big, it's a big miss for this Kamara. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, who would be? Who, I'm only starting to think now. Our midfield three would be Davis, um, Lundstrom, and would, I mean, would, I was thinking Aribo might not play, but then I'm forgetting Kamara's not going to play. So, um, Arfield could you've be. Only Arfield, you've only got Arfield in midfield. He does trust Arfield in a lot of these big games anyway, which, which that would not be a surprise at all. Um, however, it depends if yeah. how we Hadji's knocks. I've not heard anything or seen anything today on that. So if um, Hadji's knock has just it looked like a knock, um, then he might feature as well because he's been flying as well. So in, and in these games, a wee bit of magic with some, from someone like him. But away from home in Europe, he usually goes with a kind of more... Um, Powerful midfield or a more steadier is, midfield. Uh, who's just who's just been? Is it is it Ruth uh, Ruth Kamara? Balogun Balogun sorry Balogun suspended as well. Is he suspended oh, as well? Oh, so he get booked. He get booked didn't he, against yeah, um, against Slavia. So he's suspended for a game. He misses one game. Well, Hollander's oh, definitely back in, then, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're saying about the midfield thing. I went with I went with Lundstrom, Davis, and Aribo or Hadji. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, that's actually I went for for my midfield three. Yeah, and who who obviously starts up front? I mean, if you were obviously Morelos is still not on the on the scene, so would you would you be inclined to go with it or would you go with Sakala? Pace or size or pace? Sakala for me because I think you know I think that's why we've gave him the run out of the weekend. You know, yeah, I yeah. think we'll go with with Sakala maybe. And do you know here's a strange one, right? Parsons not in the squad, but we can name him in the squad twenty-four hours before. We can bring up players from the B squad twenty-four hours before. So what a curveball that would be if we could because it's all to do with homegrown players and stuff like that. Yeah. And numbers. Yeah. What about what about if we did bring Parson into the squad and play him in Tav and show it up on the right hand side? But I think you've got Lundstrom there that would do that now. So yeah. whereas the other week I thought maybe we'd go with the, the Tav and Parson on the right, but Lundstrom the right I think I think it's something we will see this season John is part, yeah. I think we'll see Tav a wee bit further forward in the, in the odd game or two I don't think it's going to be something we're not going to see people have yeah. said that before I think John you've said it before maybe the European games maybe against a bigger side we might see that happen Rangers yeah, have sure, done that sure, I'll you back before. Yeah. Rangers have historically done that anyway going back yeah. Yeah. good Walter Smith tactic you know. I know <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. it's I mean, you, you, you kind of, as you were saying, uh, Jimmy, you've got the, you've or John, Johnny, sorry, you've got the, you've got the, the good thing about if you if you beat Miles uh, Malmo, you're straight into either the at the very worst Europa League, but then whoever we get in the draw for the Champions League, so you've got two, you've effectively got two bites at the cherry, yeah, in, for European football, and it's all very complicated. I mean, before it used to be just. You had, you had a playoff, you were in or you were out, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times that we played a, a style of Bucharest and got binned in the first round, and then you were out of Europe, and that was you totally finished. But now there's there's so many avenues you can get into Europe. It's it's, it's a struggle to keep up sometimes. I've got the teams here if you want me to run through them. I've, Come I've on done. then. Oh, there you go. oh look at this. Yourself, look at this. Come on then. If we, if we beat Malmo, we can either face FC Salzburg of Austria. They're, they're already like nailed on anyway or we can play Dynamo GNK Dynamo from Croatia or the winners of them are Legia Warsaw our old Polish foes or we can play Ferenbaros or Slavia Prague 
Yeah, we'll say no more about Slavia Prague. Or we can play Olympiacos or Ludogrets from Bulgaria. So that's the teams we can face. So we'd, I don't think we want Salzburg. Yeah. But I think we'd take Ferenbaros to Slavia Prague. Because, nah, I don't want, in case Slavia, I don't want history with them. I think Dynam, Dynamo or Warsaw or Olympiacos or Ludogrets. I think I think Rangers would beat 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 any one of those two ties, any one of those two ties. I think Slavia Prague, I don't want to go back there again. I'm not one for talking about it. We've still got a big hurdle ahead of us here with Malcolm, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, well, John, you, you've done a wee bit of the, the research on them, haven't you? But I don't really, I couldn't probably couldn't tell you any of their players, but if they're beating teams four, five and Last three games are hammering teams, doesn't it? It's a bit nervy. I'm a bit nervy about that because they seem to be decent at keeping clean. And I know, I know they've not probably played a team as good as us, but I didn't know they'd been hammering teams four and five now. So that's making me a wee bit more nervous. But it's a probably a poorer quality league. But oh, if you look at the Scottish league, you know it's the equivalent as being Livingston, I suppose. True. You know, or, or a St John's. Well, St John's will be a bit more tricky. Maybe. A Livingston or a Ross County and stuff like that, but, yeah. but as I say, they're sitting second fourth, and they've only they've only lost two games, drawn two games, and won nine. You know, uh, I hope that if he's only one player at the Euros, though, which you know, so maybe the quality is not quite there. I hope um, we've done our homework. We'll have done our homework on right. them, and if you, if you probably see Sakala starting, then you know that the Rangers expect them to be a team who are going to come at us. But if I think if yeah. Rangers think that Malmo are going to be a bit more cautious, then you'll probably see it in start. Um, I yeah. think after Saturday, um, Sakala, I just didn't suit him that kind of game. But from what we were led to believe as well, the wee man plays either side of a main striker, probably more than yeah. being the central striker. So mm-hmm. I think when if Mireos is back and when he's back, probably in a, a week or so, you could see Sakala playing either side of him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's um, it's food for thought, and obviously the the Champions League's where you want to be. And if we've if we've got to beat whoever it is, then we just tackle them head on and we go for it, you know. Uh, so how's you, how obviously with the transfer news this week that McCann was finally signed uh, this week? I think it was just before or just up. It was rumored just before the podcast on Thursday. Uh, how how are we all feeling about McCann? Are you excited and? Happy with that? And where do you see him playing? Is he a B-team player or is he a first-team player? Scott? I think he'll come in. He'll go into the B-team, first of all. Uh, I think what I've seen you know, at Man United, he looks a good player. They were quite happy with him down there. So he looks decent. He scored a few goals. He had quite a few goals. So he looks, for what I've just seen on me clips and stuff, he looks really good. So when he comes up, I think he'll come up to the B-team, first of all. But I think after that, I think Gerard himself wants to see him, see him challenging for the first team squad, like just like Stephen Kelly. I think he should be challenged for the first team squad as well because you want the young players coming through and challenging. It keeps other players in the positions on their toes, like Tav said that already. More players that are challenging, it keeps these players on their toes because they you know one or two bad performances they could out the team. So you want to see young lads playing well and perform, uh, challenging because they finally like to see some of the young coming through anyway. So I know he's not coming through as he came through my entity and he's we signed them, but we signed them. We've looked at them, and so he can't be a bad player. My, so I think we'll go to the B team, and we'll end up challenging for the first team position. Yeah, I think Jamie as well. Obviously, Gerard been in that position when he was a player, so he's obviously seen something in them, hasn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, I said that on Thursday. I'm pretty, I think everyone seems to be quite excited by him, but just to touch on Stephen Kelly, talk about youngsters coming through. What a, I know Willie's been saying it on here, what a player he is. And just some of the, the games, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm going to make a, not a bold prediction, but I'm going to tell you what I think about him. And the way he struck, and those pre-season friendlies, and I get that, but the way he strutted about that part, well, it reminded me of Barry Ferguson. And he, I know he's not going to maybe hit the heights or be that player, but it was his confidence and his swagger and the the, the, the six sub room and we, it's just that's annoyed me and I know we're a bigger club we've got a bigger squad so but I would love to have seen the sub room stay the way it was during COVID and get a bigger because he would have been involved and he would maybe have got minutes now after Saturday and seeing he didn't even make the bench it's, I'm a bit I'm a bit disappointed a bit worried but I would love to see him even maybe because there's a few people out make a bench for Malmo because I think he just needs that opportunity and when you see him play with the swagger and the confidence especially if, if he's in with Davis or he's in with Akamara <coughs> it could be an absolute gem we have in our hands and I think he's probably going to be there before McCann and if McCann's going to come in and he's definitely going to go to the B team anyway because I think they had, there was more of an announcement on the B team Twitter page mm. than there was on the Rangers main page so <coughs> um, yeah I think he's going to go down go there and see what happens yeah. I agree with Stephen Kelly. I've seen him a few times at United and a few seasons ago. And when he played with the pre-season with Rangers, he said he's swaggering, but he just looked so comfortable playing with the players. It's like, yeah. that's where he belongs. And he was no barod. He was wanting the ball. He was going looking for the ball. He was getting any challenges. He was doing 30, 40 yard passes very comfortably. Do you know what I mean? So he didn't look out of place whatsoever. So the boy, I know Wally's been, Wally's been telling me for years how good he yeah. is and he's right. So if he's good enough, he to me, and he should be old enough to play. It doesn't matter who it is. A boy should be involved. So I mean, you don't want somebody with that talent to say, right, I've waited long enough. Oh, I'm going to look somewhere else. Yeah. It'd be devastating. Do you know what I mean? Especially yeah. when he's on your own doorstep. Yeah. Did you know much about him, Johnny, before he came, or was it just a name out of the blue? No, it was a McCann, just a name out of the blue. But as usual, fired onto YouTube, fired onto Manchester United <laughs> Academy pages as soon as I heard it was coming and you know, but he was a 19-year-old player playing in the under-23 league, you know, and he was, mm-hmm. and he's come up here because he said himself that he couldn't see a pathway, he couldn't see, you know, you hear Rangers talk about it all the time, the pathway and stuff like, I think maybe he was feeling a bit frustrated and a bit blocked and we've invested a bit of cash in him, you know, the last mm-hmm. player that we, I think we brought in, I'm not sure what, how much of a fee was it, 300,000, I might have been free, was Middleton, you know, we, mm-hmm. we announced him for a B-team signing and, you know, maybe Middleton's not kicked on as much as we'd hoped with us, but, but to invest, is it 750 grand in this boy? And, you know, I mean, he, he played 20 times for the under-23s at United last season and scored five goals. Now, for a midfielder, you know, in a lot of his clips seems to be powerful running with the ball, cutting inside and then and, and cracking it with his right foot, you know. So kind of like a Kent kind of angle, you know, coming in just slightly off the left. And, you know, I, you know 750 grand is a lot of money. You know, I think he, he must fit the profile. They will look for, as we say, we all talk about, you know, so he'll be a good stock profile because over the last three years, we've not got many transfers wrong. That we've, we've, I mean, the players we've brought in, we've not really got many bad ones that we've picked. So, yeah. so I think uh, this season, maybe the second half of the season, we'll see him pushing in. And if we do, maybe get into the later rounds of the Champions League. If we do, you know, then then maybe we, we'll maybe bring him in then. But I think he'll probably yeah. just settle in the first couple of weeks, first couple of months, and you maybe see him in the second half of the season. Maybe after you know turn around and went if we let a couple of players go out alone or, or bringing a couple of players back and make his chance. But like Scott Wright last season, you know, came in from nowhere. We were desperate to get him, 
brought him in and, and he never looked back. Maybe McCann will be the next one like that. Yeah. I, I think, obviously, with the there was a lot of Veerman chat earlier, was it a, a week or two ago, but that's obviously died down. Is that maybe because of the emergence of Kelly, Scott, that maybe we're thinking, do we have to spend X amount of millions on somebody when we've got Stephen Kelly sitting there? I don't know. What do you think? It might be. It might also be at Kamara's happy to stay in our season. You don't really know what's happening with Glenn, because everybody was, Glenn was the name on everybody's lips that was going to be leaving. Mm-hmm. And I hope he doesn't, but he was a name, especially playing me a lot of Euros, and there's a lot of, a lot of teams linked with him. I don't know if there's any offers per se, but there's a lot of teams linked with him in the media, so I don't know if he'd anything. But I'd like to see Kamara stay, but if Kamara left, then you don't know if they go for somebody like Joey Veerman. He, 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 he never when it looks a good prospect. He's only a young lad, but mm-hmm. there'd be a lot of money as well to buy him in when you get maybe like somebody like Stephen Kelly sitting on your doorstep who can, he's not going to cost you, and he's just as yeah. good. Yeah, Jimmy, you are you agree yeah, with that? I think it's a it'd be a kick in the teeth for Stephen Kelly after the preseason he's had. That what more can a, a young guy do? They obviously they obviously like him and trust him that he was so involved, and he's he was impressive in every game. And I seen him a couple of times with uh, County last season, and he looked good. But you were a bit like, oh, is that really it? But when you see him playing with better players, amazing. So if Glenn did go, um, then We've got Kelly there, however, when you watch some, I know it's YouTube, but you watch the clips of Veerman. Now, I was very sceptical. I put it out there. I was like, I don't, I'm not interested. I wasn't really keen until you watch those clips. The guy looks, he looks unreal. However, yeah. do we really need to? Um, I know we're talking about Kamara as well, but the other thing that's went totally quiet is the Goldson contract situation as well. Yeah. And I, I think um, we're waiting in this, I think we're waiting for the Malmo tie, and I think we're going to see what's happening with the Champions League before something happens. I think people might sign contracts, might stay, but if it all goes wrong for us and we maybe move into the Europa or whatever, I think maybe one or two of the, the big ones might go. Johnny, you agree with that? I do, but I just I think I don't know if they get cup tied or no. No, that's the only that's the only issue. But maybe I'm not saying that Golson will go to another club who's playing Champions League, yeah. but you know that might be that might be the thing. No, I don't know if you get cup tied if you if you play in the qualifying rounds with us but I think I think our finances I think we'll move back to the model where nowhere we're banking in Champions League money no this season anyway but I think we'll move to the if we don't get to the Champions League if we let anybody go they call it player trading and player now rather than transfers out you know rather than the fire sale or whatever but I think if we let somebody go we'll bring somebody in because uh, because there's a 30 million pot of gold next season a 40 million pot of gold for winning this league but it's with the Goldson thing. Would you do it if you're guaranteed you're going to win the league this season? Keep them, let them go for nothing. But I, if you're guaranteed, you know, I, I think after last season, I was I was in the camper. Let them go, get the money, get seven or ten million. But Goldson yeah. never put a foot wrong last season. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, you, you, I think you, you've got to keep him. You know, but but players might say, you know, if we don't make the Champions League and uh, I, I want to explore my options, we just don't know. It's, you know, it's back to that. Horrible transfer window thing again. It's, yeah, it's horrible. I mean, I, I've always been a fan of the transfer. Every, every transfer window in every country is shutting at the same time. So so everybody knows what they're doing for their league campaigns. But I mean, every league starts at stupid times. And, you know, so we're never going to get that. So, But I, I, I would I would always like to think that you keep goals in for the season. And if we win the league, we get into the Champions League automatic. And then if he wants yeah, to leave no. after that, then He's that's up to him. Yeah. He's done the job that he was he was came here to do, you know. Was it worth Sorry, it? Did you, did you say, 
30 million something like that. League, so. right. Right. Did you say the league starts at stupid times? I heard the rumour <laughs> last night. Somebody's league finished at a stupid time last night. I'm not quite sure how that went. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Oh, dear, dear. I actually that's asked for I, I actually asked Sky Bet for a, a, a bet on when us winning a certain amount of leagues, but they wouldn't give me a, a, a they wouldn't give me a price. So, did you, no, did you hear McCoy? Did you hear McCoy on BT Sport talking to Sutton when no. he asked him about his predictions? McCoy went, "I don't think they'll win the league by the turn of the year." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just he anyway, just nailed Sutton. You know, I, I don't think I don't think Rangers will win it by the turn of the year. You know, but. Anyway, that's not for that. So yeah, so obviously <laughs> the fans were back for the first time at a competitive game on Saturday. Um, how were you all feeling walking up to the stadium and getting back? I, to was, a competitive uh, I, game? I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get an email. No, I wasn't there either. But care that much? You must, you know, you're going, you're going to get a hold of him or something, surely. We've got to meet you. I know we've chatted about this. It's been all over the internet and stuff about the ballots and these emails and stuff like that. But surely they don't refresh the ballot every single time. Surely, if your name's been pulled out once or twice, then they need to keep your names out and let other people get a shot. Johnny, what were you thinking? There's five of us that sit together and none has got a ticket. So three of us sit together. Uh One's in Spain, one's in Edinburgh. I can't make it. He's a blouse. I did text him and say there is trains every 30 minutes, you know. So the uncle in Spain. Sent me his QR code, mm-hmm. and no, so I, I was the only one that never got a ticket in the ballot. So I'm now guaranteed an old fan one, apparently. So that's good. I'm but my uncle with a sixth sense of humour didn't he pick the coat? Didn't he pick the sanded yard where we sat? He picked the club deck, which is club. like flying, which is like flying coach. I'm six foot four, and the club <laughs> deck seats you probably know for people at five foot four. You know, you know, and I'd been out running in the morning, and I was oh, agony, but just glad to be back and. Aye. You know, it's just, you know, just fantastic being back. And here's hoping we're back for Malmo even more. So we're all back for Malmo. And I don't care if none of you get tickets for the old fam game because I'm guaranteed one now. So, <laughs> well, sorry, I'll, I'll be brutally honest. I, I got a ticket for the Arsenal game and I was like, oh, magic. I've got I've got one of the friendlies. That's fine. In drops a inbox for the Brighton. In drops a inbox for the Madrid. And I'm like, what's going on here? But I gave two, the other two away because I thought, well, I've been to one, so I'm not I'm not going to be too greedy, you know. There's going to turn around soon, isn't there, when we're back? I think the old uh, firm, I think we could be back, although they might make a, a stand and make it not the old firm one because um, you know what that comes with, but after seeing last night, I suppose. But uh, they've got to, it's got to change soon. We can't just keep continuing on 23. Well, the news, I she's meant to be... The a, capacity will be up, but I don't think it'll be up to... Maximum capacity, but I think it will be raised basically when it comes to the Celtic game. I don't uh, the conspiracy th- or something. But then the conspiracy theories have started already after last night. Oh, um, so can you imagine an old firm game with no away fans? You know, that, that's something they need, an obstacle they need to kind of try and be work around. I've done it before, haven't we? No away fans at Ibrox, so it uh, happened. Yeah, something like that. I remember it was at the nineties. The, mm. the I think they wrecked the seats in the room yeah. one, so they, they banned them for the next game, didn't they? Bang! We didn't even win that game, did we? No, I think they beat us two nothing. Beat us two nothing. I was two nothing. I scored high. Colin scored a free kick. So anyway, let's move on. I was still won the league anyway. Did I was still won the league anyway. Well, I was. I was just a way to say. What's your so? What's your thoughts on the the season ahead? I mean, obviously. 
we all think we're going to win the league. But I mean, is it a, is it a matter of how many, or is it you know, will it be closer than what we're thinking? And as a so fact, will Celtic finish second? Because I've got a strong suspicion <laughs> that Aberdeen might might give them a wee chase for second this year, the way they've started. I think Celtic will finish second. I think it, I don't think it'll be as many points as won it last year, and it doesn't mean we're any worse and are they any better. I just think it will be closer, just for the fact that they've got a long run in Europe and also you're when you're champions. People always want to play well against Rangers anyway, but now we're champions. People are going to try hard against, us, especially our Habs and Aberdeen. So I don't think and we're on to lose it anyway because we don't want to win that. We didn't lose a game last season. The same we lose one game this season. We've done we've done more already than last season. Right. So it's one of the games, but one of the things. So I think we'll win the league, but I don't think it'll be as many points. Jamie, That's your thoughts on the season? Um straight up, I, I don't actually care how much we win the league by. I'll, I'll take a helicopter Sunday if it comes to it. I don't actually care. <laughs> I do not care. We just need to win the league again. Um and we've been speaking about it so some of the boys have in the pods leading up to this one it's about cranking it up whether it's just about winning the leagues it's whether it's five points ten points a point 25 points 30 points it's about just getting that keeping that trophy at ibrooks and just keep cranking it up and keeping it going and going and going um but the other side of the city they've brought someone in who it could be it could go well but they've, just, they've not set that guy up for success at this moment in time so yeah. the season started so we could be some points ahead before they sort that mess out, which by then it could be a waste of time. So, um, I, yeah, I don't care. Johnny, are you, the, are, you, are you the same? Yeah, a bit, a, bit like, a bit like Martin's fringe. I don't care how it looks as long as it gets there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, had to, we had to get here and somehow, but no, but seriously, yeah. I think uh, I, I don't care. Like, like Jimmy said, if it's a helicopter Sunday, yeah, I'll sell for a helicopter Sunday around about February time. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know. I'd, uh, I'd, I'll, I'll sell for that. But no, I think if we don't win the league this season, we've got to take a long hard look at ourselves. The, the danger is that they bin their manager early doors around about Halloween, and they get somebody decent in. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, Steve Clark, but or somebody like that who makes them hard to beat. Maybe shows them up at the back, but. We, we really shouldn't be getting beat and lose the league this season. Uh, so don't care how it looks. Helicopter yeah. Sunday, around about February time will do me. So, but just just get there, you know. So because yeah. we've got to build on this now. Yeah. I think I think as well. There's there's obviously there was a lot of emphasis us, on us last year with the the cup defeats. So I think that's obviously something that's going to be in a lot of the players' minds and probably even the managers' mind that the cups need to be addressed and. A, a better challenge put in there. Scott, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite for you. I'm no one of these people at settling cups. See if I win the league, I'm happy. I like yeah, a cup, don't get me wrong. I like uh, a cup on a treble. I don't mind them, but the league's the most important thing to me. And having a good, I think if you have a good run and you don't win the league, I'm happy. The same. cups, the cups are good to have. Don't get me wrong. I don't like getting beat with St Johnson, Aberdeen stuff like that. You want to be, you want to win everything. But Just a wee bonus. And I think if we can get a good run, I mean, Celtic won the double, quadruple, whatever you call it, but they never had good runs in Europe. And I think that's probably our downfall at things. Getting so far in Europe, we can't do everything because we'll, we're challenging for the league. And people think, why not? But it's just so hard on the players because 
they put the same performance in game out, game in, it's really hard for a professional football player. It doesn't matter how much you get paid, you get paid a pound or a hundred grand, it's still quite difficult because you're only a human in the day. So yeah. I think a league one and a good one in Europe, I'm happy with that. If I can get a cup, then I'll be ecstatic. Stuart's not uh, under any illusions. He wants the treble, and that's <laughs> the end of that. <laughs> Jamie, are you uh, are you bothered about cups, or are you just league? Nah, that's it. League for me. Just on that. Who, who's on the comms tonight? He told me to turn my lights on, and look at the shine off my baldy head. That's why I was keeping the light off. Look at the state of that. I think I'll put fifty pence in the lake. You know, I'm, I'm the same as Kerr. I'm not. You know what, man? I'm. I just want the league. That's all. Cups are brilliant that and stuff, and yeah, see when we get put out last year, you're disappointed, very disappointed, because do you know what? The treble was there to be won last year. And we might yeah. not get as good a chance as that this season. Um, but just give, I, I'm not, I don't really care. I don't care. A good running, a good. What I want is Champions League football in the, in the league. Yeah. That's what I want. Champions yeah. League, just the group stages, and then win the league. I'd be happy with that. I want just some good wins, that music yeah. back, and some good Wednesday nights. and Couple of hungover Thursdays and stuff like that. No, no that. Get the Bayern Munichs and the Aye. Barcelonas and all Aye. them back. Yeah. Johnny, are you are you any bothered about cups? Or are you very much the same as Scotty no, and Jamie? I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with the boys, but you know, Jamie, just a wee tip for you, a wee bit of concealer, a bit of a wee bit of blusher. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 nitty man. Look at that. Yeah. Your, lip, your yeah. lipstick choice isn't so good tonight, but, but I know. after that, you're spot on, mate. Nah, <laughs> if, you, if you look back to the Cups from last season, though, they were real outliers. St Mirren, we equalised late on, and then what did we do? If, if it had been a league game, we'd have just reset, went back to our formation, and played the same way. But in the Cups last season, we got to the, near the end of the games and went into this panic mode where we didn't see a game out. You yeah. know, it was, it was just weird. We grabbed the ball put it in the centre, try to go for a winner instead of saying, you know what, let's reset, let's get the team back in shape and then play and then go for extra time and, and we'd have probably won it by a couple of goals but no, we panicked, we we, re, we we tried to get the job done quickly instead of going back and playing our game and even against St Johnson, you know, what's the big guy no. doing when the luminous green strip on coming up? I know and you think... You know, but I think we've got to do better in the cups. But you know what? If we get into the Champions League group stages, if we win the league, it'll be a successful season. You know, if we if we fall into the Europa group stages or or whatever or the conference, whatever, whatever we end up, then we've got to add a cup into the league. Yeah, know? so it depends. It depends. Champions League and league, job done. No Champions League, we've got to get a cup as well as the league. Do you yeah, think, dear, so. boys, do you, do you think that there's a bit of a monkey on the back then because we won the league last year and we're playing so well in Europe that, that this, maybe that's, John, that's why they did start acting a bit out of character in a cup game because they're thinking we've not won a cup. Is that something, I, I, I'm a bit worried about that maybe, that there's a kind of monkey on our back that we, we haven't won a cup or we haven't even done really well in a cup. Hmm. Yeah, I think especially, especially, especially the St one because that was still, because yeah. natural progression we thought was win a cup you know, good Rangers sides over the years won the League Cup, you know, set themselves up for the season. When when the League Cup was played and, and won in November, we were we were normally the winners. But more often yeah. than not, we won the League Cup. We get we got silverware in the bag to set you up for the rest of the season. There was a there was a you know, a, a breath of fresh air he breathed out and went, that's it. Silverware, big shiny thing, you know, Hamden, you can relax a little bit and start to play your football but but I think we did panic, like you said. I think we did panic, and there was a real expectation we've no won a cup. 
Now, as, as both you guys say, we've won the league, but the progression would have been cup and league. That's what we all thought would happen. But now we've went league, and we're thinking, well, it's not so bad to go back to a cup if we can then go on again from the league to the Champions League. Then I'm afraid, you know, if you're faced with a choice with a Scottish Cup tie, third or fourth round on a Saturday, or a big Champions League Wednesday night, what, what, what game are you going to play the strongest team in? I think the Champions League game. Yeah, you know, but that's why we've got a good squad now. That's why we can feel maybe feel I'm not being complacent. Say we've got a league team and a cup team, you know. I mean, the Tim's done that over the last few years, you know, they're that strong. They've got two league sides, and we've done it before as well. But if it comes down to Champions League Wednesday, Scottish Cup Saturday, I think our focus will be Champions League Wednesdays, you know. Yeah. But yeah. we should have the players to get us so far in the cups before the big boys come in and take over. So that's what I'm hoping for this season. Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us, guys, uh, with the members uh, podcast. So uh, we'll say goodbye tonight. And thanks to Jamie, Johnny and Scott for joining us. So thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoyed it, lads. Cheers. See you later on. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.